Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the CC Radio Podcast. Tonight we're having an old friend over for dinner. So grab the Kian tea, prep the fava beans, and don't forget to put the lotion on its skin. No, we aren't diving into the study of the silence of the lambs, but we are feeling kind of murdery. I'm Amy Patterson. And I'm Rachel Webb, and we are fangirling over two iconic Australian true crime stories. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And we're going to kind of like teach each other about them. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, so what's what's iconic about the story that you're telling? So I have picked the story of the massacre at Port Arthur, yeah. which happened in Tasmania. Yes. Uh, I actually visited last year. <gasps> so I Did went on the you? ghost tour at Port Arthur. Oh, my God. As, and when we delve into it a little bit more, they don't actually talk about Martin Bryant, who was the guy who killed many, many people. Australia's mm. largest mass shooting. Um, I think it was actually mm. the world. The world at the time. At, well, for a long time until like Florida a All couple of, of years back. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Because I remember the news saying that. It shows how much I've studied about this. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Anyway, so that's what I've picked. That's so exciting. And I have actually a little fun fact about the Port Arthur Massacre. Oh, okay. Actually happened um, the very same day that my twin brother and sister were born. Get out of town. Yeah. April 28th, 1996, baby. That's the one. Something good came out of it. (laughs) Something wonderful came out of it. It was something to watch on TV while we were being born in the hospital. Yeah, well, all about that. My (laughs) sister's born on April 29th. Ooh. Mm. What, the same year? No. Oh, she's 91. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm 91. She's 92. I'm all over the shop this week, guys. Well. Anyway, so that is the true crime that I have selected. What are you on? Then I have the iconic Dingo Ate My Baby. Oh, I am yep. all for Dingo um, Ate My Baby. Yeah, I'm going into, uh, you know, everybody calls it Lindy Chamberlain. Let's not. It's Azaria. Yeah. Azaria Chamberlain, little baby um, in Northern Territory, like in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, and... She was eaten by a dingo. Yep. But everybody thought the parents killed her. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of a chat about that. And Miranda Otto played her. Is that right in the the movie? I think in a recent iteration of the movie. Mm. Yeah. But um, iconically, mm. Meryl Streep. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. And right. she's like, "Dingo's got my, my baby." baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People trying to put on Australian accents that aren't Australian just yeah. sound ridiculous. They do. And, and it's always they'll either say, you know, like, that's not a knife or crikey or, or Dingo's got my baby. And it's or, like, okay, first of all. <laughs> throw another shrimp on the barbie. Which we don't call them shrimp. We don't call them shrimp. We call them prawns. Yeah. I don't understand where that came from. I'm pretty sure it came from Crocodile Dundee. Oh, yeah, water. Idiot Crocodile I think Dundee. they, like, paid... Paul Hogan to, to say, say that, that in an ad or something is like, let's throw another shrimp on the barbie. And it's like, oh, God, why did you sell out mm. and say that? Why didn't you say, hey, it's a fucking prawn, mate? Exactly. And then one of my friends who's from America was like, well, 
isn't it like it is a prawn, but it's a shrimp because it's just a small prawn. I'm like, no, they're still prawns. They're just smaller prawns. Yeah, like it's, it's not prawns and then small prawns are shrimp. shrimp. No, it's that they're prawns. Mm. They're small prawns. I don't think I've ever called anything a shrimp in my life. No. So anyway, get that out of your heads. Yeah, it's not shrimp on the Barbie. It's prawns on the Barbie. Prawns on the Barbie on a skewer in yeah. lots of sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there you go. There's our two crimes. That's our two crimes. Two yeah. true crimes. Two true. Two Australian true crimes. Hey, true blue. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone on two different no, tangents. No, two no. different tangents here. We're a bit out of. Uh, what are we? Sink? I can't. <laughs> I guess. I can't even talk we're, tonight. We're something. We're all a mess. All right. Well, shall I kick off a little bit with Port Arthur? Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. So essentially this this crime at that point in time was so ridiculous. Like it was just unheard of. Yeah. Right? So Australia had guns at the time. Yeah. Or you could, you could source one. I mean, I mean, Australia still has guns. Yeah. People just don't use them willy-nilly and shoot people at fucking... The drop of a hat, right? Yeah, because we have laws. The laws. <laughs> the law is the law. The law. It's hard, but it is the law. Anyway. It's the bushy man. Exactly. What's his name? Brought it in. John Howard. John That's Howard. His name. Bushy man. Bushy you know, eyebrow the eyebrows. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so my eyebrows do very John Howard unless I cut them. Oh, Just a side fact. Oh, yeah. You can brush them right off my oh, face. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Mm. Please grow them that way. Just. Once and for just me. go as John Howard to every party for the year. Yeah, when we're allowed to have parties again. Anyway. Yeah, well. Mm. So, um, essentially, Port Arthur was a former sort of prisoner colony, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very cool. Have you been to Port Arthur? No, okay. I've never been to Tassie. Oh, it's beautiful there. I really want to go. So, Port Arthur is very scary. It's like a it has a spooky vibe, and it's always got you know ghost stories about it from the convicts and all that kind of stuff. And when mm. you actually go on the ghost tour, I was saying this a little bit early, but <laughs> already boring. <Ratchet. laughs> I'm so sorry. It's not it, you. It's it is me. late, guys, and she's it's a mum thing. Anyway, yeah. um, when you go there, they don't actually talk about this massacre mm. when you're on the grounds because um, I was saying a little bit earlier, they tried to kind of downplay – well, not downplay, mm. like it was a very serious well, event. I, and it, but I think it has such a rich history Yes, aside from – and it's like we don't want this just to be known as the place where, you know, 30 however many people, people died got shot exactly. by this one asshole. Yeah, Martin Bryant was his name. So he was 25 at the time, um, a spring chicken, <sighs> so right? So it all came down to his dad had tried to purchase this bed and breakfast and the deal went sour and other people got this, swooped in and got this deal. Also it was said, you know, Mm. there's been a couple of documentaries and stuff um, done about this crime. Mm. But at the time it was kept very, like the actual reasoning for all of it was kept out of the media a lot. Right. Because they didn't want the satisfaction, I guess, yeah, of yeah, showing yeah. him that he had made such an impact. Mm. So the stories say only the people really involved will know the whole truth, nothing but the truth. But anyway, Martin's dad had tried to purchase this bed and breakfast. It didn't go to plan. Mm. Somebody else purchased it. Anyway, long story short, his dad killed himself oh. because of it. So he was, oh. you know, driven crazy, all that kind of stuff, and mm. decided he didn't want to be here anymore. He killed himself. Um so the place was called Seascape, right? Mm-hmm. Such a lovely name. Lovely. Forever de- like forever destroyed now. Oh no. But um they he so Martin then went and murdered the people who had purchased this place. 
Oh, so he went there. Oh, so okay, because I remember them mentioning that he went in, like, killed a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. So he so at a B and B. Okay, so that makes sense. So he'd killed people before he even got <coughs> to Port Arthur. Yeah, right. Yeah, he went there. I don't even know the real reasoning of to why they would have let him in. Maybe they didn't know who he was, or they the history of it all wasn't as crazy as it actually sounds in the media. Mm. Like maybe there wasn't that much bad blood, and his dad just maybe had a problem. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's the thing with these crime stories. So you always speculate about exactly what went down. Yeah. doesn't really matter. It ended out that the two owners, the husband and wife who had bought this bed and breakfast seascape, mm. were murdered by Martin. He then sort of drove around for a little while. So it wasn't straight away that he then drove to Port Arthur and then killed all these people. He kind of drove around a bit, so the stories say, and obviously was contemplating exactly what he was going yeah. to do. Um, so... He had these these guns and everything with him and ended up at the gift shop at Port Arthur. So as you come yeah, out, there's, okay. like so a, there's like a cafe and a gift shop yeah. and all that. Like and whenever you go to those exactly. m- monument type places, whatever yep. it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He – and let me tell you, when you walk in – because like I was saying, they're not real big on this whole massacre when you get to Port Arthur, but you know mm. what's happened there. Mm. So you pull up into the car park and you're like, holy shit. Like it's the same place? Yeah. Yeah. So you pull into the car park where he pulled in, uh. got out and killed all of these people. Oh, my God. So he just started shooting up. Pretty much. He um, he got in there and just went bonkers, right? Started killing people and, like, searching people out who had survived the initial blast. Oh, my God. And killing them. So he was, like, super determined to kill as many people as possible. Yeah. He actually ate, I think, lunch before he got there and killed some other people on the way. Like, he was oh, fucked up. Like, 25-year-old going, yeah. having a lovely meal and then being like, I'm going to – Go and just kill some people now. I've already killed two people. So, so he goes. So he's killed the people. Mm-hmm. He goes. He's driving around. He gets to Port Arthur. He sits in the cafe, has some lunch, and then starts shooting up the no, joint. No, he had a diff- He had food not at Port Arthur. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was just like. Yeah, just bang, bang, bitch, pull his guns out. No. Yeah, well, that's well, I thought that that's what you said. Okay, so he went and had lunch somewhere else. Then he goes to Port Arthur. Yeah, and he just is like. Hmm. Sub bitches. Gets into the gift shop where there were children in there. Like, oh. and the, I think oh. I actually can't remember how many people. I've got the Wikipedia here open, a really good source of uh, information. Um, the best source. Um, 35 oh people died. God. 24 were also injured, oh including my himself. God. He also kidnapped someone from the site who was alive. He, she remained alive. Right. I remember this. It was, it was a whole hostage yes, situation going on. He then killed all these people, yeah. and some of them were alive when he left and died. You know, because in Australia at that time, you don't ever expect to, you know, it, as hard as this is to say in America, you know, mass shootings happen a lot. Yeah. Back then, it never happened. But I think even now mm. in Australia, I mean, when you think about even something like the the Lint siege, the Lint yes. Cafe siege in yes. Sydney, like you don't it that whole the whole of Sydney got shut down. Yeah, for that, and I just think that bless, we are so not prepared. No way for something like that. Not at all. I mean, just reading this list off here of the attacks. So he had the morning events. He went to the historic site. Kill the people at the cafe, kill the people at the gift shop, kill people in the car park, kill people in the toll booth on the way out, oh, carjacked yeah. a woman, kidnapped her, got to a service station, murdered some more people at the service station, oh continued God. to abduct this woman, 
and then got out onto the roadway and was finally captured. Oh, my God. The next day. So that was the next day. The next day. day. So it was happening all day, all night. Yeah. So he, he was just killing people. Exactly. So he commenced the attacks on the 28th of April and was caught on the 29th. Oh, that is ridiculous. Yeah. So... He's still rotting away in prison. He's real fat now. Was he not? I think he was like marked never to be released. Never. Yeah, I think it's something there, like a thousand is, years of his sentence or yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, but this is an actual, it's an actual sentencing that you can get and there are only a handful of people in the country who have mm. ever received that sentence and he's one of them and he's marked never to be released. Well. Never a possibility of parole. Same with the only other people. Oh, I should have spoken about them. It doesn't matter. We'll do it another time. And need a cobby. I need a cobby. What does that name ring a bell? We'll get there. We'll do another you'll true get crime there, episode. But the the people who murdered Anita Cobby, they are also marked never to be released. And wow. so they bloody should. So so yeah, he is serving life imprisonment. Yeah, good. In jail. Um yeah, the good. woman he abducted, mm. he did not kill. Um, okay. She was rescued at the end of it. But, I mean, after an ordeal like that, just fucking – can you think? Could you even imagine sitting in a car with someone who's just killed no 35 way. people? No way. Like, I couldn't even imagine being in any of the places where he shot people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, he shot – Incredible. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure he abducted a number of people in a car when he mm. carjacked it, decided, mm I'm going to then abduct another person, this woman. So, like, just just when you think about a true – like a, cr- a true crime, a crime like crime this. Crime like that, yeah. The actual, like, impact it has on everybody yeah, around them. Yeah, it's like the ripples. Exactly. All these tiny ripples going out and spreading. Mm, especially because he didn't just get in somewhere and shoot in one one place. Yeah, yeah. Like he, and it's not like he just went and killed the B&B people. No, that's right. And then it was like, And oh. then he was like, okay, I feel better now. Yeah. like or Whatever feel, it was. I feel justified. Yeah. No, he then went and ate lunch and decided he was going to kill innocent people. I think somebody like that has had to have shown earlier on that they were capable of, of something like that. Mm. You know, it, the mind boggles that it, it's – comes out of nowhere mm. you know yeah it, it can't it can't come out of nowhere no and i mean before this massacre happened there was a massacre in scotland that mm. killed 18 people or yeah something. yeah like and you know even that was crazy mm. i think australia had then sort of been like oh shit should we look should- at some gun control or yeah. what are we doing this then happened and john howard was essentially just like you know what you know what no more fucking guns no more no. no more. And here's the thing, because it is a common myth that Australia doesn't have guns. We've, mm. got, we've got guns. We do. We just don't have um, – I think that we don't have semi, semi-automatics. Yeah. We don't have, you know, very high-powered guns. Mm. Which is what was used in this. Yeah, yeah. This massacre. Um, um, but I think, <clears throat> like, we have – I know people who own guns. Yeah, so do here I. Here in Australia. Yeah, in, you know, in, in our hometown, people own guns. Yeah, people own guns. I live down the road from a shooting range. Yeah. You know, it's just you've got to you've got to follow um, very very strict rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. It's not like we don't allow people to own guns. Mm-hmm. We we have guns. We yeah. just don't have mass shootings because the wrong people 
are, are not getting them. Yeah, and even if somebody who isn't not necessarily a wrong person but pro- maybe not all the way there, mm. the kind of gun that they can get does not allow them to murder 35 people exactly in right. one go. Exactly so, right. So um, the youngest person killed in the massacre was 15. Oh, bless. Yeah, Sarah Kate Lawton was oh. her name. And she was with her parents, I think if I'm uh, remembering correctly. Wow. The eldest person was 72, I think. <sighs> so there was a big, big gap in there. Yeah, big. You know? People with lots of life left to live. Yeah. But anyway, so. How yeah. sad. So, yeah, putting it into perspective, he killed the two at the Airbnb. The Airbnb? <laughs> that at the Airbnb. <laughs> at lunchtime the day before and was then caught. Um, later in the afternoon wow. the next day. Jeez. A manhunt. Like I don't even know how the country – I was alive then. I don't remember it. I was very young. Yeah, you would have been really young. Yeah, I think what, it was four? like – Yeah, 91, five? Yeah. Five. So, you know, had no no idea. So yeah. I've just grown up in a world that didn't have guns. Again, I probably wouldn't have known much about it if if – you know, mm-hmm. if my world had been a little more interesting that day, like obviously being like just waiting for my brother and sister to be born, there's exactly. not much more that you can you just chill on, do. Watching just the chill news. On, watching the news. Something interesting and the last point I'll probably make on this is we sort of touched on it about it being preemptive, I guess. So mm. he'd been to gun shops in March. Had he now? Looking at guns. See. But it wasn't a crime, you know? No, but – but it obviously showed to his character. Yeah, hindsight mm-hmm. is very 2020 and it's like you look back on it and go, mm, that's why he was at the gun shops. Mm-hmm. That's why we just don't have them anymore. Exactly. He'd also been a crazy drinker, like had issues with alcohol mm. and all of that kind of stuff, which I'm pretty sure is a question you get asked now if you're going for a gun license is if you've ever had any problems with alcohol yeah. and stuff like that. You've got to have like a full psyche balance. Every, everything done. Um, so he'd been looking at like AR-15 rifles and things oh like that, which God. are fucking ridiculous. Those are the bane of everyone's existence. Just mm. get rid of them, for God's sake. I don't yeah. care. So I don't at me. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> you can at us all you want. Yeah, don't at me about this. Like honestly, yeah, right to bear arms, whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. You don't need an AR-15 to defend yourself. So I'm going to read you the last little statement of because – Thing, something was aired in 2016 about okay. all of this, which really had a lot of the information that was yep. before that, like not prior knowledge to the public. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the sentences out of the um, Sunday night program that they run. You know, it's kind of like 60 oh, yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. In 2016, they ran one. What's that? 20 years? <laughs> I can't count. Oh, yes. Yeah, 20, 20 years. years after the event. Yeah. From the moment he was captured, he continually wanted to know how many people he had killed and seemed impressed by the number. Bryant is only allowed to listen to music on a radio outside his cell and is denied access to any news reports of his massacre. Photographers who were allowed to take pictures of him in his prison cell were forced to destroy the film in his presence when the governor found out. Wow. So they're pretty much saying, you did a bad thing, you naughty boy. Yeah. No more for you, you stay here forever. Good. Yeah, sweet justice. Sweet justice. Anyway. Indeed. So there you go. There's my not well planned out. No, but I think that can can we just – we're going to have a confession time. Absolutely. Amy, what were you supposed to do today? So I was actually meant to talk about Ivan Milat. (laughs) However, I ran out. I was late. Rachel was in my driveway waiting to record. I was was at the door. Oh, I've done no research. So anyway, I remembered all this shit from going Mm. there in August last year. Yeah. Did a quick Wikipedia. Yeah. And there you go. 
Yeah, you did amazingly. Thanks, guys. So I work well a under round pressure. Of applause for Amy. I work well under pressure. She does. Anyway, now over to Rachel, who has very well actually, detailed notes. No, okay. So my <laughs> notes pretty much just is Wikipedia. Okay, great. But it's all right. Can we just say how good is Wikipedia? Like, Wikipedia it's is probably best. not I correct. I don't care that anyone can just add shit to it. <laughs> I want to make a page for myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's make a page for fangirling. fangirling. Yes. The best podcast in the world. Yeah, don't at me. <laughs> don't at me. Yeah, quotes, not today. No. <laughs> <laughs> not today, Satan. Don't at me. And we just fangirled. And we just fangirled. Okay, over to Dingo Stole My Baby. Okay, the dingo that ate the baby. Yeah. Okay, little little Azaria Chamberlain. Azaria, what an odd name. So for back there then. was okay, so little little bit of a thing about Azaria. So oh okay, no no. I'll go into you it. Tell in a us the story. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting just, you off track, sorry. Oh my god. All right. So two month old baby girl mm-hmm. who was killed. Mm-hmm. 17th of August, 1980. Okay. okay so um, her family, the Chamberlains, they were on a family camping trip. Yep. They went to Uluru yep. in Northern Territory. So, But it was one of those trips where, like, you've got all of these other families mm. and, like, you meet at the campfire for dinner and you're all yep. kind of, like, hanging out and whatnot. It actually sounds really lovely. Super social. What was, yep. what was happening. Um, her body's never been found. This is the issue. Her body's never been found. Yeah. So um, Lindy and Michael Chamberlain mm-hmm. were both tried. For her murder. Lindy uh, spent more than three years in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lindy Lindy Chamberlain, she was released um, after an inquest. Mm-hmm. So that was in 1986. Um, they found a piece of Azaria's clothing Ooh. near a dingo lair. Ooh. Mm. Mm. The lair. So then in, um, in 1988, the um, – like a coronial inquesty thingy overturned all of the convictions Holy. against Lindy and Michael. So wow. both mother and father, all of the convictions were overturned. So mm-hmm. then a, a third inquest was conducted in 95 mm-hmm. and that <laughs> resulted mm-hmm. in an open finding, mm-hmm. meaning they just don't know what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> then a fourth inquest was held in 2012. Mm-hmm. And finally, they have, um, you know, confirmed. I mean, so far, who knows if they're going to do another bloody inquest at this point, but they've oh, said right. that she was taken and killed by a dingo. Um, and <sighs> Lindy Chamberlain was paid $1.3 million. Oh, my God. Yeah, for false imprisonment. Yep, yep. And they've amended the death certificate, <gasps> basically like death by dingo, <laughs> rather than murder, though. So because that's, you know um, – Holy they, man. you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. You know, the in- investigation has been criticised very, very highly criticised, mm. and said that it was you know super poorly executed, and it's led to years, years, my entire life of did the dingo did eat the baby, did it or didn't it, or, or did the parents murder the baby? Exactly. You know, and it was one of those first examples of you know the mother that doesn't react properly. Oh in, yes. in media spotlight, you know, like Jean Benet. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f***? 
are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Day's mother. Exactly. But, but she's sus as fuck. Oh, absolutely. But anyway, and, and Maddie McCann's mother. Yep. And all, again, sus as fuck. But I don't think that they're sus as fuck because they, they put on a brave face for the camera. Mm. And I think that that's where people are getting wrong. I mean, JonBenet's mother's sus as fuck because she's sus. Yeah. She's just got something weird. There's, there's something weird, about there's her. There's something that's going I I think she's passed away now. Okay. We'll never know. We'll never know. So this is the difference between the Port Arthur massacre. There was closure with that. Like at least you know that that fucker is not getting out anytime soon. This whole situation. This whole thing. So like so they've gone on this camping trip. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, this – then. Chamberlain's come out, you know, mm. Michael, Michael, the dingo's got the baby. The dingo stole my baby. Yeah. And then so this massive search was organised mm-hmm. and they didn't find Azaria but they found a jumpsuit. Ooh. So Her it was jumpsuit? about – it was Azaria's jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. It was about a week later that they found it was about – about four kilometers from the tent. Ooh, four yeah. kilometers. Yeah, and um, it was blood stained around the neck. Mm. So that's where everybody started going. Oh well, she slit the baby's throat. Yeah, okay. you know, and then gave it to the dingo. and gave it to the dingo or whatever. They, yeah, you know, think so. Then, then the um, cardigan, the the little cardigan that she was wearing didn't get found until you know however many years later in that other inquest mm, that mm. then exo- you know that was near yeah. the dingo yeah oh, god what a schmozzle you know and then so from from the like from the second that she went missing they've been saying that this dingo took the child mm. you know um and earlier like early in the case um it was found that two years before she went missing. Um, the chief ranger had been writing to the gov- government saying we need to cull the dingoes because they're getting really aggressive and Ooh. territorial and they've been sometimes even biting people. Oh, So, Ooh. yeah, so, you know, there's all of this. So I've got like – There's pages and it, pages, there's pages and pages. And, well, there's like three pages of stuff, right, but there's dingo evidence and then there's murder evidence. Ooh. But the dingo evidence is like two pages long wow. and the murder evidence is just not that long. So one of the campers, so here's the dingo evidence. Okay. Evidence that the dingo did it. Right. Right. Dingo so is the culprit. The dingo is the culprit. There was a camper there named Sally. Mm-hmm. Right. So they they heard, uh, she heard mm-hmm. a baby cry. Mm-hmm. So she heard a baby cry at a time when Lindy was with them at the barbecue. Mm-hmm. And Azaria was meant to be in the tent. Ooh. So it's like, okay, well. Obviously, then at that time she could not have killed. She was alive. She was alive. Yeah. So um, then um, another witness who was camped there, mm-hmm. she heard a dog's low growl coming Ooh, from the direction of the tent. Mm-hmm. Right. And she, so so her husband worked um, with sheep. Right. Um, and she said that it was a similar sound to the the sound that her husband's dog would make when slaughtering sheep. Right. So it was, you know, Oof. a very – right? I got shivers. Right. 
So this is what Lindy says. Mm -hmm. She says that she heard Azaria cry. Yep. Which she, well, okay. She said that Michael said that Uh, he heard Azaria cry. But Sally also said that she heard Azaria cry. So Michael said, oh, the baby's crying. She's like, oh, I'll go check on her. Yeah. So she goes to the tent. She she said that when she got there, she thought she saw a dingo coming mm. out of the tent and it was like having difficulty. It was like shaking its head, you know, like what dogs do yeah. when they're ripping like something apart. And she, she, she said that her view of its nose was not very clear. Right. And so she said, Michael, Michael, the dingo's got the baby. And she ran in to check mm. um, and Azaria was missing. And so she she chased it and she called out to her hubby mm. to like bring a torch because yeah. she couldn't see anything. So then, um, yeah, that I mean that's that's her story. She's like, well, no, I and went then, to I heard the baby cry, went the to dingo the tent and I saw a dingo coming out the tent and my baby's gone. So what else am I supposed to think? Where's the baby gone? But yeah. with the dingo, right? So the. Um, Detective Sergeant, mm. um, he took photographs of large paw prints a few centimetres from the cot Ooh. and found what was probably blood outside the tent. Oof. He collected samples. Mm. Guess what? Dingo. They never got tested. Oh, God. Yeah. They no wonder this got, was scrutinised. Yeah, hey. they never got tested. So then that same Sally, right, she, she said that she brought um, – their son, the Chamberlain's son, Reagan, right. out of the tent after everything. She said she saw a pool of blood in the tent. Yeah. Ooh. But then people like – she said that she thought that the pool of blood was about 10 to 15 centimetres. Yeah, okay. Right? But another person who went into the tent, um, the police constable, he he was like, oh, no, nah, it wasn't a pool of blood. I saw a few drops of blood. Right. So, you know, that's kind of debatable. Whether, I guess if you're so stressed But if, but if you're stressed it, yeah. and you see some blood, you see some blood. That's and right. maybe your brain's like, it's a pool yeah. of blood. Murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then um, the they they went and they, they located blood on the wall of the tent and they got like Ooh. a blood splatter analysis person in, you know, like Dexter yeah. style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and... A scientist like this, the guy, he mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, that well, that is consistent with a dingo carrying a bleeding Ooh. baby, but he didn't actually think that it was human blood that Ooh. was on the wall of the tent. Oh, but canine hairs were located in the tent. Oh, come on! And on Azaria's jumpsuit that come they found. On. The Chamberlains didn't own a dog, mm. so there's no reason why she would have had dog hairs on her jumpsuit. Exactly. Right? Then the president of the Dingo Foundation. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Les, that's his name. Come on, Les. Les Harris. Oh, my God, Les Harris. Les Harris. Do Get you know out. a Les Harris? I know a Les Harris. It's not this one. No, I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Okay, so Les, your mate. My mate, Les. Yeah. yeah. He gave evidence that his opinion, based on years of studying dingoes... Sounds like Liz. Yep. Yeah. Is that a dingo could envelop the head of a baby Ooh, in, its, in mouth, its mouth. Just like straight up Ooh, like, like, like a tennis apple. ball. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you can stop. Speaking Wait. of tennis ball, okay, yeah. I'm trying... My dog mm, is... Thank you. He's super cute. He's the naughtiest dog that I've ever met. <laughs> and I've tried to buy him this thing that like you... 
get the tennis ball, you put it in the oh, thing, yes. it dispenses a treat. He, this dog can't <laughs> figure out how to hold the ball in its mouth. Right. Either that or he just wants to make me mad. Right. Because See? he can't figure out the contraption. It's just I try to give him the ball and he like bites the ball and then immediately drops it. And then I'm like, no, but you hold it and you take it to the – anyway. So he's not stealing no babies. My dog's not stealing no babies because no. can't even hold a tennis ball in his mouth. No. That's what I'm saying. Not. So, so mm-hmm. the dingo guide lets. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. He says that a dingo could mm. fit the whole head of a baby in its mouth. Was she? Two months. Two months. Oh, tiny baby. Yeah, tiny baby. And and carry that over over a distance, you know, because it's not it's not a long it's it's not a heavy thing. No. A two month old baby. Let's, nope. You know, let's be real. So and he actually um, produced photographs of um, dingoes doing it too, like baby dolls. Ah, okay. You know, and that's creepy to even think of. Well, I think he did it for the purpose of giving research, evidence. which I've yeah. done none of today. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but then a forensic expert. Mm-hmm. James Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah. He uh, directed Avatar. Yes, he did. Yeah. And also <laughs> Titanic. Yep. And he gave evidence in the Lindy Chamberlain case, okay? Wait, did he direct Avatar? I'm on. I'm off track now. Yeah, he, he did? did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all I said, in my, all I thought in my brain was, was it him or his wife that directed Avatar? His wife directed that war movie, Under oh, the yeah. Mountain or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know. That anyway, yeah, I'm, I know. I'm back on track. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron said something. Anyway, James Cameron says that, no, I studied plaster casts of dingo heads oh. and it's impossible for a dingo to open its jaw that wide. Oh, but everyone's it's like, a critic. But then Les has fucking photos. He's got real dingo dingoes. Doing it. Real dingoes, so not plaster. Like, not plaster cars. So then that that jacket was found only 30 metres away from a dingo den. Mm-hmm. Covered in dingo hair. Covered in dingo hair. Okay. So, you know. All right, I'm I'm really thinking there's a lot of evidence for the dingo here. Yeah, well, I'm guessing that that's why in 2012 <laughs> the coronial inquest has said that it was a fucking dingo. Oh, sorry, So Lindy. here's the evidence for murder. Oh, tell me. Okay. The prosecution's theory mm-hmm. was that in a five to ten minute absence from the campfire, Lindy returned to her tent, did whatever was necessary to stop her young son Aiden from following her, mm. changed into tracksuit pants, <laughs> took Azaria to the car, obtained and used scissors to cut Azaria's throat, waited for her to die, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that would take about 20 minutes. Yeah, in the 10 yeah. minutes that she was gone. In the 10 minutes that she was yes. gone, yeah. Yep. Hide the body, hid the body in a camera case in the car. A camera case? In the camera case. It, cameras were big back oh, then. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's 1980. <laughs> Got it. I'm on yeah, It was a suitcase pretty much. Right. We're right. Cleaned out the blood on everything, including the outside of the camera case. Removed the tracksuit pants she was wearing. Obtained baked beans for her son from the car. Returned to the tent. Did something to leave blood splashes there and brought her son Aiden back to the campfire without ever attracting attention of other campers except for one who gave evidence that he observed her go to the tent with Azaria and Aiden and then walk to the car. Then it also, right, counts on her son not noticing 
that she She's had done a baby. all of this. How old was her right? son? So um, two, did you say? <coughs> she had two sons. Oh, was Aiden and Reagan. Right. Aiden was a bit older, so he was a bit hungry. Okay. And she went to get him baked beans earlier. And the, but this is the five to ten minute window. So so she had to go and check on Azaria a couple of times mm. during the as night. As you do for a two-month-old baby. As, as you do, baby. but every time that she went, she's only gone for like five to ten minutes yep. because you're going and checking on the baby. Yeah. Who's and in a tent with her two older with brothers? With her two older brothers. Yeah. So Aiden's come out at some point and said, Mum, I'm hungry. She's like, okay, I'll go get him some baked beans. Mm. So she's, you know, doing whatever in that five to ten minutes – this is a, allegedly she's done all of this. She's killed baby and wow. then gone on to, you know, to fucking make her son bake beans and then, you know, frame a dingo. <laughs> Plant the dingo hairs in <laughs> the tent. Plant the dingo hairs. So it also says that, you know, she then later returned to the tent, immediately claimed that she saw a dingo taking her baby with evidence, with any evidence implicating that a dingo had been there mm. being purely coincidental. <laughs> They're saying that like, oh, she said that it was a dingo, but she really did it herself in a five to ten minute. So she committed a murder that really would have taken like, let's say, 45 minutes to an hour. She did it in five to ten minutes without anybody noticing and then claimed that it was a dingo. But coincidentally, <laughs> there's all of this evidence that a dingo There was also did a it. dingo nearby. Yeah, and nobody noticed. There was a dingo sitting in the tent when she got there, calmly sitting with her children. She decided, oh, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? You know what? I'm going to kill this kid. I'm going to frame that dingo. Yep. Get yep. out of the tent now, dingo. I'll see you later. Yep, see you later, dingy. Ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. How did that ever get a conviction? Like I, I don't know. I'm guessing people? that this is why she got $1.3 million because yeah. she wow. lost three years of her life wow. over this. What's all the stress of everybody calling you a kid? Her to this day, people are still like, nah, she I reckon it. she did it. I did you say that her husband also was tried for murder? Yeah, but he wasn't like he he was convicted, but it was not of like murder. Okay. It, it was like, you know. Accessory to whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, you know, this is also all of this murder stuff is also with nobody seeing any blood on her. Yeah, okay. You know, she, nobody saw any blood on, on Lindy Chamberlain and then it's like, you know, so then she has to open the car <laughs> where the body was allegedly hidden to give the dog a scent of Azaria from the clothes. You know, like if she if the body was hidden in the car – why would she then open the open the car to let the police dog in to get the scent of Azaria? Because then it's going to go straight back to the car. Exactly, where the body was. Where the body was in the camera case. Which she what they're saying she gave that body then to a dingo. Watch that they Whoa. never found the body. I don't know, and, and it's then. Like all of this, she has to have done it without her husband's knowledge as well. Mm, I don't know about you, but when I'm camping, I'm like, race. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this? And then like when they're like, because she had to give the camera case to the to the police as well. Was there blood in it? Probably well, not. No, but they're saying that, that they gave, that they, oh, they must have given us the wrong camera case. How many cameras what do, you do people mean? have back then? First of all. Why didn't you just take all of the camera cases if you take suspect all the evidence. that the body was hidden in a camera case? Why are you only taking one camera case? Also, why didn't you test all the samples that old mate got 
Yeah. Of all the dingoes. Of all the dingoes. Oh, this case. I did not know all of this drama. I was on the side of, okay, the dingo definitely took the baby. Yeah. But I didn't know there was so much evidence to actually prove yeah. she didn't do it. Because I've so not watched either much. of the either of the movie versions. Oh, I think, I mean, I think that the movies don't really do. They're like, Lindy, Lindy did just, it. Yeah, probably. Poor Lindy. For the sake of drama. Yeah, the drama. For the drama. But, like, for reals, guys, come to Australia. We don't have guns, but dingoes might eat your babies. Yeah, look, uh, there were a lot of dingoes around. Yeah. There oh, was my a, God. I have oh a story God. to tell you about oh dingoes. Oh, my God. Tell me about the dingoes. Okay. I was driving from Townsville to Cairns. Not dingo territory. No, not really. Right? We do have wild dogs mm. that look like dingoes and aren't dingoes. They're just dogs that look like dingoes. Yeah. Anyway, I was driving from Townsville to Cairns. And it was daytime, but like on dusk, so the sun was setting, I was probably an hour outside of Cairns, so Innisfail, let's say. Yeah, okay. There's a heap of cane fields there for those of you playing at home. I was driving and an entire family of what looked like dingoes was sitting in front of the cane. Stop it. Waiting for a bird to die on the road. Oh, my God, and then they were going to eat it? Yes. So there was a mum-dad dingo, I assume. Could be two dad dingoes, who knows? And three, we don't judge. We don't judge. Three little baby dingoes, Aww. all sitting there. The baby dingoes were so cute. Oh my god! This is the problem with Australia <laughs> because they're adorable. They're so stinking cute. They're so cute, but they will kill you. Well, to this day, I still think they were dingoes. Recently, they, they probably were dingoes. They looked exactly like a dingo. Look, what, what, why? Because that's not where they usually exactly. are found. You know, there's a dingo in Trinity Park. Get out. Yeah. Is there? Well, the, they were definitely dingoes. Then. Everybody, everybody is like, you know, that oh, I think I saw a dingo. Like this, you know, <laughs> it comes up on Facebook. Oh, I think I saw a dingo on this street in Trinity Park. We're like, yeah, that's the dingo. Yeah, watch your baby. There is a dingo okay. that just lives there. All right. Well, I'm adamant now that this is a family of dingoes. Well, we, They're around. We, I joke that the dingo in Trinity Park's like escaped from the abandoned zoo. Oh, yes. We have an abandoned zoo we in do. Cairns. It, I'm so waiting for a horror film same around the abandoned zoo. It's creepy, actually, when you drive past it. They used to be like a yeah. vibrant area, right? There was always yeah. animals, always people, always tourist buses. It's like literally overgrown. Ghost town. Yeah. It's, it's so creepy. Yeah. The dingo definitely came from there. They used I to have dingoes. That, I know. I know yeah. they had dingoes. I'm pretty sure that, that, that the Trinity Park dingo is just – That dingo. From the Cairns Zoo, yeah. I reckon – the dingoes that I saw are also from the zoo. Yeah, and, and they've, they've, made they've just made their way. Well, if they can walk and four kilometres with a baby in their mouth. They've bred. Yeah, obviously. We're going to have a dingo so, colony. So maybe they had three dingoes. Ooh. Maybe they had three dingoes at the Cairns Zoo and mm. two of them just like went off together, got married and had some babies. Yeah. And the other one's just chilling in Trinity Park. He's a lone wolf. He's a lone wolf. Oh, oh. That's it. Okay. Wow, I'm, I feel I, very educated after yours. I know you're not educated at all after my I story. I am. I was <laughs> educated. I had no idea about the B&B thing going on. Yeah, yeah, there, he was messed wow. up. I didn't know why he did it. I just knew that he did. Well, see, there was no reason. They, I mean, that's still not a reason. Let's no, be real. No, they got they The couple that bought it legitimately bought it through the right means. Those poor people. I know. And, like, it wasn't their fault that this, you know, Martin's father couldn't get his finances in order and just yeah, fucked right. around and then was like, well, it was me, the world's against me, and then killed himself. Oh, my God. Like I say, he could have had other other issues. Who knows? But Well, clearly, because his son's a fucking nut. Well, yeah, and he looks like a – well, when he was 25, now he looks very different. He looked like a, like, trip, 
um, tripped out bloody surfer boy. Yeah, Long like a like hair. a hippie yes. surfer guy. Yeah, did not look like he he was from the nineteen nineties. Not at all. He looked like he was from the nineteen seventies. Exactly. Yeah, like with ear piercings, like free and love. And yes, stuff. exactly. Yeah, wearing chaps probably. I don't know. Anyway, chaps. You mean flares? That's what I meant. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> not riding horses here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you know what I'm talking about half the time. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, my vote, my vote on all of that is the dingo absolutely took the baby. The dingo took the baby. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Hundred percent. How shit would you be like feel to be Lindy standing there being like, I am telling you, a dingo has fucking taken my daughter. Yeah. And they're trying you for murder. And then they send you to jail for three years. Yeah. Oof. Yep. No. Oh, so what I was going to say about the name is that all of these conspiracy theories oh, right. were going around, you know, saying the parents, oh, the parents did it, you know, <laughs> and that her name, because I think they were from like Latter-day Saints or something. Right. Like they belong to like. The names are a little bit odd, yeah. Um, Yeah, they, they belong to a church that was like very controversial at the mm, time. Like Scientology. Um, yeah, pretty much like the, the yeah. Um, they were saying that the name, if you look up the name Azaria, it means (laughs) sacrifice in the wilderness. (laughs) It doesn't. Isn't it like, I know, azalea is like a flower. Yeah, azalea is a flower. You know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to set this straight right now, people. Azaria definitely does not mean sacrifice in the wilderness. It doesn't. Azaria. Who has time to be like. Name meaning. Conspiracy theory this. Yeah. It means God has helped. Well, God hasn't helped. (laughs) God didn't help you, girl. Oh, my goodness. My heart breaks for her. That makes me so sad. And then, yeah, so everybody was like, it means sacrifice in the wilderness. And they were sacrificing their daughter. And it's like, wow, you guys are fucked. Yeah, like a baby Like, died. I'm pretty fucked. <laughs> my brain goes to places it shouldn't go. Mm, mm. But. Not that far. Not that far, man. This is a baby we're talking about. <sighs> Holy moly. This was a good episode. Yeah, we should do more we're, crime. We're going to do, do more. Yeah, we're going to do more crime I'm going to be so prepared in the next crime episode. You're not going to know what hit you. And you know what? And I'll just come in and Great. win it. We're going to switch roles, guys. Yeah. I feel like I do I'll, okay. I'll pick something that I just know about yeah. <laughs> and just come and chat. Literally five minutes before we started recording. Yeah. So I wanted to be like just fly by the seat of my pants. Like no one will even notice. I'm like halfway through talking. I'm like they absolutely know I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Anyway, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. All right. That's it for this week. We'll be back with another episode next week. But in the meantime, make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and help support the show. And if you want to check out the other great shows on our network, head to ccradio.com.au. And finally, make sure you join us on our fangirling fan group on Facebook. That's it. As always, I'm Rachel. And I'm Amy. And And we we just fangirled. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.